You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the Wolverine Confidential Podcast. I am Andrew Kahn. I'm Ryan Zook. And I'm Eric McMahon. Michigan's season is not over, but the roster is changing. Several players, including some very familiar names, have entered the transfer portal. Others have agreed to join the program. What to make of Michigan football and the portal coming up on Wolverine Confidential. All right, guys, we're continuing our string of uh, more regular podcasts here leading up to Michigan football's appearance in the Fiesta Bowl. Uh, It is Friday morning, December 16th. Good to be with you guys. We're talking transfer portal. Uh, it's that time of year, and I think it's just important to recap real quick where we're at. And I'm going to say I didn't actually officially look this up, so please add if I've forgotten a name. But I've got Cade McNamara, quarterback, announced he's going to Iowa. Eric Hall, tight end, Iowa. And then you got defensive lineman George Rooks, tight end Lewis Hansen, and quarterback Alan Bowman all in the portal, but undecided about where they're going. Is that a complete list? No, you nailed it. That's accurate as of Friday morning at 9.45 a.m. as we record this. Obviously, it's always subject to change. But yes, that's where things stand at the moment. I want to talk about the Iowa thing real quick because it's just kind of fascinating to me. I'm not going to trash any of these guys for their decision, but it's just funny to me, especially hearing like Cade's comments you know, on that podcast that you wrote about, Aaron. Like, you know, He wants to show he's more than a game manager, so he's picked Iowa. I just, I, I'm just, I'm sorry. I did. That doesn't, I don't get that. What, what do you get? Well, what is there, the appeal here of Iowa? And I don't think it, it, it can't be sticking it to Michigan really, because you know, they're not, they're in different divisions and aren't set to play each other for the next, at least next year. Right? No. and The reality is it's an opportunity, a place for him to go and start and play again. So I think that's part of what goes into those comments, but two, he did say, and again, we, We'll, we'll find out next year when they actually play football, but he has been told that Iowa's offense is going to open up. So uh, I, I don't know what that means. I, I, mean, I, I mean, I guess I know what that means. You can take what you want from it, but we haven't really seen Iowa's offense open up in a very long time. So I, I, I don't know to what degree. Is it going to be like Michigan? Is it going to be? I, I don't know. But he, he seems to be under the impression they're going to throw the ball a little bit more, throw the ball around more. Um, and I guess I guess we'll see. Uh, you mentioned they did add Eric All. Uh, you know he was one of Cade's favorite targets at Michigan, former roommate, so he knows him very well. Um, I, but I don't know if throwing to the tight end is "quote unquote" opening it up a little bit more. So no, that's just what they do right now. <laughs> that's all. That's the only position group they throw to at this point. But yeah, I mean, I, I think there is a pathway though for him to succeed there, at least team wise, because he, they play in the Big Ten West, and for next year at least, the the same format is going to continue with West winner playing the East winner. So. Um, I, I think he helps their team. I think he's an improvement over anybody on the roster by a, by a good amount. So, um, I mean, even if he has to manage the game a little bit, I think he can show he can be successful there. Um, because all you need to do is score 21 points a game in the Big Ten West, and you're going to do pretty well. 
You got to remember too, like in high school, he did chuck it around a lot. I mean, he put up a lot of passing yards, but that's basically all they, they did. all do. Yeah, and that's what they all did. They they just threw the ball, so it was a lot of opportunity for him. I, I obviously I don't see Iowa going that far, where it's like an right. air raid and they're throwing it every play. Um, but you know, he seems to be under the you know impression that they're going to be they're going to be different from what they were this past year. So I guess. Time yeah. So the thought is they didn't have the personnel to do it, and now with him, they feel they can. I mean. I don't know. Uh, you know, Spencer Spencer Petrus threw the ball 150 something times this year. I think I looked. Rudock um, in his last year at Iowa in 2014 threw it 213 times. Um, you know, McCarthy with an extra game. Uh, you know, threw it 288 times this year. So I don't know. I, I'm still I'm still skeptical of that. There's certainly places he could have gone where they definitely would have been throwing the ball all over the field, but. Um, yeah, I guess you gotta be, it's gotta be mutual. You gotta be wanted too, where you're, where you're trying to go. And how many total plays did Iowa, Iowa run this year too? I right. mean, they probably maybe were number one in three and outs in the entire country. It seems like with, with how poor their offense was. So maybe if they sure. can pick up a few more first downs, they could have a few more plays in the game, but yeah, that's looking too far down the road at this point. Yeah. So it's interesting. So, so they're, they're, they're gone and they're, they're both hurt. Um, you know, weren't going to be contributing to Michigan, uh, this season, the other guys are interesting. I mean, as far as we know, they're not hurt, but they're not. They weren't contributors. Alan Bowman's the most interesting because Aaron, you 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 heard that he is going to ride out the the rest of the season with Michigan before we're actually leaving the program. Yes, I have been told from a close source that with direct knowledge of the situation <laughs> that he is going to play the rest of the year. Um, now it, it's interesting with these transfers because I can't think of another example of a player at Michigan who's entered the portal and still continue to play. Now, part of it, like you said, is injury, and there's just no need for them and everything else. But Jim Harbaugh has this philosophy, at least from what I've been able to gather, is if a player says he's out, you know, they basically say, you're done here. Um, so I don't know if this is a mutual decision with him and the program. I don't know how this is going to go. Um, but I certainly think Michigan would benefit by having him on the roster just in case. Because um, I think you would rather enter the the, the playoff with three healthy, experienced quarterbacks rather than two. Um, so it's, and from what I've been told, he is going to, going to be available for the Fiesta Bowl and, and beyond, you know, assume, you know uh, uh, assuming they win. I, I, to me, it's not that surprising. Just I, I know I, I spoke with Alan Bowman before the year, too, and I mean, he said all the right things and um, seems like a, a good locker room guy. And, I mean, he hasn't played in, in a couple of years now, and this will be his one final shot next year to kind of get some playing time. So... Uh, and, and with the tight window and, and trying to find a find a destination pretty quickly, I mean, you want to get your name in the portal as quickly as possible. But uh, yeah, Michigan might might need him even just for preparation purposes and, and helping along the other guys. Even if he's number three on the depth chart, he's an experienced guy in in a quarterback room that's very little. Um, so I, I, I think if 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 he's going to be with the team still and, and, and continue to show up and, and be a, a positive teammate. I mean, I, I, I am not too surprised that he'll be ram, remaining with the team. It's not like he, he went all Eric all and kind of, kind of threw some shots at the program on his way out. It seemed, I, he was even he heading into the year. He spoke highly, highly of the program, highly of the quarterback room and really enjoyed his time at Michigan. It's just, he, he's yeah. He, he also wants to play football too. So I think this could be a win-win situation for both teams and uh, or for both parties, and, and we'll see how it ends up. You wonder if Harbaugh has changed his stance given the changing nature of the 
the portal and the the time window that players can enter and the fact that Michigan is in the playoff. Um, so it's like the game they have more games and they're they're as meaningful as can be. It's not just some other bowl game. Uh so it's like, yeah, we actually could use this guy. He's important to us, but you know, he's gotta he's gotta think about his future now. And I think we talked about this on a previous podcast, or maybe it was it was off air, if you will, but uh, you know, that that's the unfortunate circumstance that these players find themselves in, right? That they have to, if they don't declare now, you know, you could say he's bailing on his team, but if he doesn't, then where is he going to find himself as the odd man out when the you know music stops and there's not a chair for him? Is that fair to say? Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's a weird timeline, especially for these kids. It's I mean, we're not talking about high school recruits here. It's guys that are actively already on teams and they're all looking for spots. And how many how many guys have we seen enter the portal and just not get a spot anywhere? And, and so it's a it's a very interesting, I think, confusing time for a lot of these guys. Um, they want, you know, they want, if they want to move on, if they're choosing to move on, they want to find somewhere else. They want to make sure there's a spot for them. And, and sometimes, you know, they, they want, they want to enroll early and show up to school early. And sometimes that means sitting out a bowl game or not playing in a bowl game. So it's very interesting time. And part of me wonders too, if, if, if Cade McNamara and Eric all given their captain status and that the, they were very respected by their teammates, if they wanted to continue with the season with, with Michigan, what, you know, on the sidelines, everything else. I would presume Jim Harbaugh probably would have allowed it. But as you mentioned, Ryan, you know, Eric Hall didn't seem too happy on his way out. And Kate <laughs> McNamara neither. So uh, clearly they don't want to be here. Um, they wait until the end of the year to do this. Um, but yeah, Lewis Hansen and, and Georgia Brooks are interesting. I, I would presume they won't be with the team going forward. But again, maybe maybe things have changed. Maybe Jim Harbaugh's changed his approach. And like, and like you said, there are only four teams left essentially playing for anything in college football. So it is a very in- different uh, position Michigan finds itself in. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty to talk about with the, the portal timeline, the early signing period. I don't know if we should dive into that right now. But yeah, it, it's it's really, I mean, players are really at a disadvantage with with this current timeline. And it all stems from just people wanting, I mean, I get the, the want to enroll early, but like if you push the signing period, back a month into january even i mean you you, the coaching carousel is is sorted out a little bit more um the season's over with it just seems to make too much sense but then yeah all right if players can enroll early well you know what let them finish out their high school years normally anyways and just enroll when they're they're supposed to enroll in the fall but uh yeah it's it it it, i i fully understand players wanting to who haven't played much wanting to get their name in the portal and find an opportunity as quickly as possible even if it kind of means sacrificing your your current season and, and a shot at a ring and meanwhile michigan has added to its roster via the portal as well um they got a nebraska linebacker and an offensive lineman from i'm forgetting arizona state or yeah you know those the two additions so far, yes. Uh, Ladarius Henderson's the the older one. Uh, he he committed uh, ten days ago now, on December sixth. The offensive lineman from Arizona State. Uh, he's got one year of eligibility left. Uh, he's six five three ten. He's interesting because he's a four year starter, team captain. So he's kind of got all those tangibles and those personality traits. I think Michigan is looking for in a transfer. Um, he was considering leaving for the NFL. In fact, he had accepted a invitation to the East West Shrine Bowl already. Uh, before he placed his name in the transfer portal. I, I think he wanted to gauge interest and see what was going to happen there. Turns out Michigan was interested. There was a mutual interest there, and he elected to uh, to commit. Um, I'm set to actually talk to him this weekend or early next week. So we'll have a story next week on his decision and 
maybe more importantly, where Michigan sees him fitting in because, uh, you know, he started at guard and tackle Arizona State. So he can play both spots. Michigan's got some um, spots pending here in terms of guys that may leave or may choose to come back. So I'm, I'm very curious to see where he fits in and kind of the offensive line. But nonetheless, I expect him to be a starter next year. Very similar situation all over with Timmy, guy you can kind of plug in right away and, and get some production out of. Um, so probably probably a smart pickup there. And then, as you mentioned, the linebacker, Ernest Hausman from Nebraska, middle linebacker, 6'2", 220. He committed uh, most recently on Thursday. Uh, he's only a true, he's, he's only a true freshman. Uh, he, he's got three years of eligibility left. He played as a true freshman this past year at Nebraska, started seven games, had some pretty good stats, 54 tackles, a sack, fumble recovery. And, and he had a big game against Michigan. You may not recall, but if you go back and watch your tape, 10 tackles, he had a sack. Um, so he, he, he was productive as a true freshman. He's another guy. I think Michigan figures he, he can, he can kind of throw in right, throw in right away and, and play. Um, former three-star recruit from Columbus, Nebraska. He did have an, uh, an offer from Michigan original out of high school. So there was interest there. Um, but again, this is a situation where you know, Nebraska has been going through coaching changes and everything else and the like. So a lot of those guys hit the portal and, and Michigan's, uh, you know, elected to, uh, to grab them up. You expect any more movement uh, with Michigan in the portal, in or in or out? I mean, it doesn't close till mid January, late January, right? I think maybe the eighteenth or something like that. After, you know, more than a week after the national championship, so there, there'd be time for a player who's who does want to ride out the full season before making a decision to uh, to enter if, if he so chooses. Yeah, I mean, Michigan's Michigan's been surprisingly busy this year. You know, we we've talked in year like last year specifically, Michigan wasn't very. Or the last couple of years haven't been too too you know active in the portal. That that hasn't been the case this year. They've been incredibly active. They've got offers out to several other players. Um, in fact, outside linebacker Josiah Stewart from Coastal Carolina has Michigan in this top three uh, with USC and LSU. So he very well could end up in Ann Arbor. They got an offer out to tight end Josh Swabus, FCS All American tight end at Cal Poly. They're very interested in him. And then there have been reports that Indiana tight end AJ Barner. I believe he's a graduate student as well as playing a visit to Michigan this weekend. So there's clearly interest in the tight end position outside linebacker. And I think they got some, some offers out as well as some cornerbacks and defensive backs. So uh, they've been very busy. I think they're looking for guys that can come in and play right away and kind of plug spots. Um, Cause I'm, I'm very curious to see who leaves and not just portal wise, but declares for the draft. They've got, they got a lot of guys with question marks who, who could go or could return. Uh, so I'm, 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 it's going to be very interesting off season once the, the, the playoffs kind of pass. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of these guys are, it's notable because I, I don't think they're recruiting at a level that they would like um, as far as high schoolers, this, this cycle. And so they, they need to maybe dip into the port a little bit and, and why not get some more experienced guys that um, you have more of a track record on and can kind of project better than some of these high school guys. And as far as like the offensive linemen are concerned, yeah, I mean, if you can get a, a four-year starter and an experienced guy over, I know th- this cycle they, they, they've they kind of struggled on the offensive line recruiting. Last year, they brought in a few guys that are more project type. Um, so this this makes a lot of sense. And yeah, after losing a couple tight ends, you kind of need to restock the coverage there. And um, I mean, right now they have a, a one tight end commit and or two in this 2023 class, but you can't count on 
every recruit being a Colson Loveland and coming in right away and, and, and stepping in and making a quick impact. So, um, and then you had Josiah Stewart's really intriguing. Um, Coastal Carolina has been uh, kind of a, a program on the rise recently. I think 16 sacks over the past two seasons. Um, he has, considering his other top three are LSU and USC, he's obviously wanted some by some other top programs. So, and, and plays a position of need for, for, for the Wolverines. So, it's interesting to see how active Michigan is this offseason in the portal. And I think it definitely has to do with kind of their recruiting struggles a little bit in this 2023 class. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's two different ways to build a team. I think you still want to do it mostly uh, through high school ranks. And I think Jim Harbaugh and the staff do want to do that, but when you can patch up some needs uh, through the portal, all, all the better. Uh, we'll have continued coverage of, of all of Michigan's roster moves, and I promise we'll start to dive into TCU a little more, uh, well, much more, starting starting next week. So stay tuned for more coverage on MLive.com slash Wolverines. Thanks for listening.